Oh yeah, I went to the zoo. That shit sucked. <laughs> it was it, honestly, it was the first time I've ever been to the zoo when I was just like, oh. And the food didn't even. And the it was like the funnel cake was old, and it was like Mary Berry holiday funnel cake, and it looked all great in the picture. Dude, the strawberries were still frozen in the middle because you know you know those mm. berry mixes how the strawberries are a lot bigger than the other fruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just put it. I mean. I'm glad they didn't use that fucking nasty ass strawberry that glaze they put on berries sometimes. It's like sugar wax. I don't even know what the fuck that is. So it, it tasted okay, but I was the the fork couldn't cut through the funnel cake. Um, my fork uh. stuck in the strawberry because it was still frozen. I was like, let's go ahead. Let's go home, man. No animals around. Let's go. Home. <laughs> I'm fucking done here. And it was my friend's first time. It was Jake. Uh, Jake went with us. It was his first time going to a zoo since he was like, I don't know, seven or eight. Hmm. I, I went to a zoo. Well, I guess when you have kids, you go to the zoo, you know. So I went to the zoo with the kids. I go the last time I went, you know, but I go I, zoos I like are it. for children. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. You read all the. I, I watch a lot of National of National Geographic, all those shows growing up, and I still do. And read it. I like to read the little blurbs, stuff you don't know about where they came from or their stuff in their diet. I mean, it's always, come on, get out of here. I enjoy, I enjoy animals and i enjoy facts about animals that shit's cool to me but i don't know i live in los angeles go to the la zoo and you see these animals you just get i just get depressed no that was that's definitely a thing you know i look at them like these poor bastards they're locked in they're locked in animal jail you know you're just like this this sucks for you like i wonder if you used to live in on the serengeti man or, or you just think about like where they probably where they should be and where they are and and for people's amusement these animals are being yeah. And I get it. I'm not, it's not lost on me that like, Hey, look, kids want to see animals and stuff like that. And I get it. But I guess as, as you get older, the shine kind of comes off the apple there. I mean, there's also the conservation aspect. They do help in, you know, saving species on some level, but then also the, uh, I mean, I guess the epitome of what you're talking about is the, the fucking polar bear exhibit at the LA zoo. Oh man. That is the worst, the saddest thing in the fucking, entire universe. And then, like a carport that's just painted white to look like <laughs> so fucking hot as fuck. <laughs> Poor bastards. Yeah, it is really sad to see the polar bear exhibit at the zoo. There. Yeah, that, that's ah. You know, you know what? What zoo? What exhibit used to freak me out at the zoo was there was a penguin exhibit. It was like kind of next to the polar bear exhibit, but it was like there's penguins and capybaras, and. Oh. Capybaras look exactly like uh, rodents of unusual size from the Princess Bride. Pretty close, no tail. Though. And, yeah, and they were frightening. And every time I look at them, I would just freak out and get the cringes, and then like walk off, and like I never got to enjoy the penguins. That's funny, dude. I went. Did we just start the zoo episode? I feel like we did now. All right. Um, yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> when I went to the zoo yesterday. I was looking for the capybaras because I thought they were right in the middle, but then I realized that was the Santa Barbara Zoo, which is lovely. It right is a nice beach, zoo. Right on the beach, you get that nice little ocean breeze coming in. Because you know LA Zoo can get pretty damn hot. So can mm. San Diego. And uh, it's it's cold out here in Texas, so it was just too cold for people to go outside. But um, they, they are doing a lot of renovations, so it's not quite as sad anymore. Uh, they're actually doing out here one of the largest um, overhead 
uh, bridge, like land bridge for for a feline. It's it's I think it's a leopard exhibit, and basically it's, it's like the equivalent of when you go to Sea World and you go in the underwater part, like where the sharks are swimming over you. Yeah, yeah. So it's something like that, except there's a land bridge, well, like a clear bridge, so that the leopards can walk over you to go on either side of the enclosure, which you're walking through the middle of. Does that even kind of like kind of like um uh MGM when you go in to see the lions? Yeah, I, I get it. Oh yeah, but but it's it's but, one of the largest ones in the country they're building here right now for the left. So uh, what is the end game there? Is it like the the ultimate thing is just to see the genitalia of a leopard, or is it more like you walk and they can be walking next to you? Yeah, you're walking amongst them. It's like swimming with the dolphins. Oh, okay, okay. I always thought it was like okay, look, you can go underneath the leopard cage, you can look up, and you can see the underneath the undercarriage of a leopard. I don't understand that, but I, if it can walk next to you, then I get it now. I think it's. All right, let me ask you: do, you: do you like the orangutan exhibit at the LA Zoo? No, it's the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my but life. But they are solitary creatures, and that's the way they like to live. Are you sure about that? Because I'm they don't look happy. I'm 100 percent positive. So you're just saying orangutans are mopey by nature? Correct. Oh, okay. They're down with mopey pee. <laughs> they're mopey by nature. Hey, no, they're mopey by nature. <laughs> No, seriously, though, they are very solitary and they'll like live sometimes miles away from each other and not have contact. That's what they like to be. They're the emo, the emo apes. Oh, wow. That's wild. Anyway, what's the, what's the, you ever been to a wild animal park where you drive through and see the animals? Uh, no, I haven't. Actually, that's one thing I always wanted to do. Uh, my kids have done that with my, my, my grand, their grandparents, my, uh, Oh, my wife's thunder. my father-in-law took them once so they've seen thunder. it and i haven't so your thunder you okay with that i'm okay with it i'm i'm more the uh the action guy i'm not gonna be like i take them fishing and i do like we do sporty things we don't do like it's like hey look look at that animal that's it we can give that to grandpa that's cool yeah. shout out uh fishing episode <laughs> yeah exactly oh let me ask you a zoo question All is right. see do you consider sea world a zoo Definitely, because what you said earlier about it being animal prisons, SeaWorld is a definite uh, marine animal prison. So that would make it a zoo by that definition. So I, I, I see it as like a zoo amusement park hybrid, you know, where well, on the East Coast, there, they have roller coasters at SeaWorld. So that's they have them. They have roller coasters at the SeaWorld. In well, they, San Diego. they also they, have water parks because they have those out here for SeaWorld and and. So that so it is like a full. I don't know. Park. Yeah, well, yeah, it's full amusement park. But so I'm saying like, us, us growing up, we go to Sea World. There's no rides. You basically, see Shamu and you walk around a lot all day. You're not going in the water. Right, right. But nowadays, kids go. They're going on a roller coaster. They can go to the water park and they can go see Shamu and go s- swim with the dolphins or whatever and walk under the Shark Tank. Well, I I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to go as far as to say I think SeaWorld is starting to attempt to be more of an amusement park across the board, even in San Diego. Uh, I, thought, I, I, thought, I thought it was an ethical question about if it's a zoo or not. Well, it is. Look, let's be fair. The ethical nature of SeaWorld has been in question for a very long time, and I just thought it went without saying. <laughs> like, uh, well, before Blackfish, did you think it was questionable? I think that really. I had hurt. never been to SeaWorld ever until like maybe last 
two years ago with my kids. I went and I the only other place I'd actually been to. Had you seen uh, Blackfish already? Yeah, I did. I saw Blackfish. Long. I did the DVD for it. So did you go in? Really? Yeah. Humble brag. Did you uh, <laughs> did you go in with any uh, like, you know, negative connotation to the place or anything? Or did you just go in to see like, well, let me see what's up. Honestly, for the price, I was annoyed and I just wanted to see what was up because I figured like, you know what? Look, it's well, a couple different things. The one when we went, when I walked in there, I was like, all right, we're going to see what happens. I want to I'm going to decide for myself because like, you know, you could do sensationalism. You could do this. You could you could make things uh, you can make things look worse than they are, you know, and but I will say this. It wasn't as bad, and I think that's because of uh, what bla- happened with Blackfish. I, oh, I did yeah. Blackfish like oh, Blackfish came out years ago, and when I went to SeaWorld, it was very informative. It was more, way more informative than it was about making the animals do tricks. Like we went to the Shamu thing, went to the Shamu exhibit, and he didn't do that cool thing where he went up and then touched touched the uh, the ball with his nose and then came back down and splashed. He didn't do that. I was annoyed at that because I wanted to see that, but <laughs> I understood why they didn't do it. Um, they showed him all big. I think it was his, in Tilikum or something. I don't know. He jumped yeah. on there. He was huge and they showed how big he was, but then they had him come back, come back down. They just want to be like, this is how big the animal is, you know? Yeah. And then he came back down. They didn't have him do all these kind of weird tricks. Like they had him do the wave. He spit on some people which I thought was adorable. And, and that, and that was it, you know, and they were more, there was a huge screen and they showed you like how killer whales, how big they are, where they're from and all. It was more national geographic ish than it was about showcasing the animals tricks. Less exploitive because of that. Yes. That I think they're trying to tone that down. And I saw that and part of me was like, okay, look, I know you guys are a bunch of bullshit, but at least, Hey, at least you're trying. You know, but at least you're trying. And like we said, they are animal zoos, are animal prisons. But I mean, but so, okay, okay, that's where I think I see a like where I get a, an appreciation for zoos and why I always like zoos is that when you go to SeaWorld, it is like a circus almost, where it is like they're they're making these animals do things they don't normally do, and they're not really telling you much about them. They're just trying to make them look cute and have you give money so they can conserve conserve them or whatever but they don't teach you much about or at least before they didn't teach you much about the animal or anything it was just like oh let me you know like a bear riding a tricycle like you're not learning about it they're not like this bear is the spec spectacle bear is one of the most endangered bears you know they're just like watch this bear ride a tricycle and that's it and a zoo to me is teaching you about the bear right how it's endangered or what's going on with it or what human aspects are encroaching upon it or endangering it. You learn all that. When you go to SeaWorld, you never did. And it sounds like now they're doing that, but that's just, that's just damage control. That's spin control at this point. Well, yeah, it is. But I mean, okay. What happens? What happened? Yeah, I know. But what happens if SeaWorld goes away and there's no more, they, they rechange it to like SD world and it's just a place about San Diego and you know and there's no there's no killer whales there's no dolphins there's no sharks right did, did you ever go to marine land or were you too young for that i was gonna ask you about marine land of course i've been to marine land i, was I remember marine question. land was like a fun park from what i remember i was really young 
Yeah, I, I remember I was very young as well. I remember Orky and Corky. They were the two the two uh, killer whales. And they had a pilot whale and a couple dolphins. Shit, man. You remember more than me. And you were younger than me. I remember driving through the tunnel at the airport to get there. And that being mm. one of the exciting moments. Uh, Everybody freaks out. <laughs> well, we was driving under LAX. And it's, you know, it's me and my brother. And we're just... Oh my god, is it like you don't drive in tunnels that long? What's the longest one on the way to the valley taking Sepulveda? Like, you know, so I hadn't been in that at that age, or I don't remember it. I think it's fascinating that what you take away from Marine Land, which used to be a sea world, the first sea world, yeah. is that you went under a tunnel near the airport. That's what I mean. <laughs> I remember like way there, and I remember I remember the journey, but not the destination. I remember uh, running around and it was like a park, and I remember like they had like a high dive there, maybe. The, I don't remember a high dive. I do remember they had something called the Baja Reef, where you could uh, you could rent scuba gear and swim with like sea animals and small sharks. That's totally eighties, by the way, because that shit ain't happening now. No, they did that at SeaWorld for, for a little while in the late eighties. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. I'm just saying, if SeaWorld went away right now, you wouldn't kids wouldn't even be able to see dolphins, you know, do stuff or maybe even see the size of a killer whale. So you are right. It is damage control, but why it's better off to do a damage control than just scrapping the whole thing. Well, I think you also make the point for conservation because if you get to see an animal in person, it, it makes an impression upon you as another creature. And when you grow up later and you hear, Oh, this, you know, back, back to the zoos, this tiger is going to die out in 10 years if we don't do something. And all those kids that have seen that tiger will have some kind of relation to it, as opposed to some kid that's never been to a zoo or seen a tiger in his life. And he's like, eh, right. Yeah. I saw it on, I saw it on Netflix once, you know, like, Oh yeah, that was on national. That was on Disney plus or whatever. I I think, I think Panthers are cooler anyway, (laughs) 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 but it's different when you get to see um, uh, I will. I do want to see a liger one day. That would be fun. I'd love to, but damn, so much wrong with that. I have seen a. Um, it should not be. Uh, I forget what they're called. The wolf uh, dog hybrids. Wolf dog, like white fang. Yeah. Well, there's kind. There's they. You know, since they're wild versus uh, domesticated. domesticated yeah. What happens is, well, okay. First, there's a place in. Um, damn, this actually ties. This is an interesting thing. I'd like people to know. Uh, there's a, a rescue place, not unlike what you see on Tiger King, uh, outside of Laughlin, uh, Nevada. And basically they'd take in all the animals of rich people from Vegas or whatever that couldn't, you know, that bought an exotic animal, couldn't feed them anymore, caught, didn't want them, whatever animals that people buy and then put out in the wild and they're not supposed to be there. And they, so it's mostly a lot of uh, movie wolves, tigers, um, apes, uh, mostly, mostly big cats. And, you know, they feed them and everything. You drive around, learn all about them. But they have certain animals that people bought that you can't really find a lot of places. And one of the most common ones I found out was is the is the wolf-dog hybrid because they get really huge like a wolf. But they're domesticated like a, like a dog. But what happens is, depending on what their genetic mixture is, yeah, they all look kind of similar. But some of them have a lot more of that wild side in them. And they can just flip. I mean, you know, any wild animal, any animal can flip on you in a second. 
it, it right. does. It, it's a hard. You could flip on same way that you flip out on somebody at a supermarket, and you're like, "How the fuck did I get that mad?" You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just an instantaneous thing. But when a wild animal does it, it's fucking super violent and aggressive. It's so dangerous. Like, yeah, yeah, it's super dangerous. So like, <laughs> a lot of people do keep these as pets, but, um, you know, a lot of people get raped by them too, and they have to give them up. Or like, they had a bunch of them, and they're they're very much like a liger. So when you mentioned liger. It reminded yeah. me of that because I was those wolf dogs. I, I think I saw a documentary on that. It was like you could actually you. The difference is you can't you could train a domesticated dog real easily. It's like it's almost impossible to train like a a, a half wolf dog because especially if they like you said that wild side that wolf side is is the aggressive trait because they're just used to doing their own thing. Like you could suggest that they do something. And they might do it, but they're more inclined to just be like, no, I'll do it when I get to it. Or like, you're not going to get that, that, like that domesticated feel from a, from a wolf dog. Oh, no. You know? it, yeah. it, it needs a heavy reward system. And if you don't have that reward every time, then it's like, fuck, where's that, where's that piece of meat, bitch? <laughs> fun, fun story about my son. He met a wolf dog once. Really? Yeah. When he was uh, two. And he's kind of like a wolf dog, not a very good listener and only does things in the, if you suggest it and he finds it agreeable. So uh, they had the, we were hanging at these people's house, watching the Laker game. Dude had a cool kegerator in the back and I was like, cool, I'll have a beer. And so we're having beers watching the Laker game and my son keeps messing with the dog and the dog doesn't look like a friendly dog. He's like, and they had two dogs and one of them was a friendly dog. And the guy's like, Look, if your boy's gonna mess with one of the dogs, have her mess with that dog. Have him mess with that dog because it's he's a way that dog is used to kids, like really good with kids. That dog, he's kind of a and the dog, you know, because that dog's kind of a dick. And the dog is kind of a dick. I saw him walk by and his paws, his back paws were like jutting out like this, and they looked weird. And I looked at him and was like, What's up with that dog's paws? Why do that look familiar but not doggish? And I go, Oh, that dog's part wolf. I go, hey man. Is that is your dog part wolf? And he goes, uh, yeah, he is. That's why he's like a quarter wolf. Um, and that's why I don't want your boy messing with him because you know. And apparently, my son didn't get the memo, even though I said stay away from that dog like four times. And he's like, oh yeah, get your kid away from him. And he's going back for for more, right? So finally, like on the sixth time, the dog knocks him to the ground and just like stands over him, starts going like growling at him. So naturally, he starts crying, and you know the dog didn't hurt him. But, you know, it was like, hey, back off, because he kept yeah. trying to grab his tail or his ears or whatever. And and he starts crying. And I was like, wolf dogs. <laughs> so he met a wolf dog once. Nice. Um, I think that's a good cutoff point, right? Yeah, cab fever. <laughs>